From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. We've got to do something, Pierre. Mother. She's not getting any better. In fact, she may be getting worse. Oh, she'll be fine, Mrs. Spencer. She just needs a little time, that's all. Time's running out. This cotillion is a huge event. Now, Caitlin's father and I have spent a fortune on the party. All of her friends yeah. are coming, and I will not have her looking like a... I just, I just want Caitlin to feel secure. Huh? I understand. And have you had a parent in your life who just wants you to do everything right? The cotillion's coming, or maybe it's a graduation, or maybe it's a family party, and they put so much pressure on you to say the right thing, to do the right thing, to think the right thing, to feel the right thing, that it's enough to give anybody an anxiety attack. And if you're dealing with a parent like that, just at least if you can't change the parent, which I know you can't, at least tell yourself that it's mom, not me, or it's dad, not me. This was from a very cute movie, Take the Lead, and the girls learning how to dance. And, of course, I love ballroom dancing, and it brings such joy to my my life and my husband's life and now my son's life, too. I've got a smile on my face there, and that was not our doing. He started dating a woman who uh, was a ballroom dancer and talk about motivation. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. The show's The Rational Basis of Happiness. And right now I'm going to welcome Noah to the, phone, to the phones. And Noah, you're in a relationship with your that's a little bit problematic? Yeah, I believe. Um, I, I, I thank you for taking my call, Dr. Kenner. I think that my scenario here, I've just gotten finished supporting my wife through 10 years for education into her career path. And I believe she's at that stage of of, um, of nesting, and now she wants to separate from me and get her own place um, at that same moment that I was getting ready to go to school myself. Um, so I want to be able to support her in, in this situation that she's going through um, and at the same time try to handle the depression of this paradox that I'm in. So you're depressed. Yeah, absolutely. You're saying that you're depressed. And so she's you've been married for how many years? Uh, we've been married for seven years, six years. It'll be seven in October. We've been together for 10 years. Okay, you've been together for 10 years. And yeah. you helped her. You uh, Tell me where the ma'am's coming from. Oh, you were so North polite. Carolina. North Carolina, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I should have guessed that. <laughs> you guys are trained in manners, and we, we are not up here in the East. Uh, let's see. So you've been together for six years, and right, and you worked hard. Did did you go back to school too, or you're waiting? You put your going back right, to I school. I put mine on hold, and uh, also put my art career on hold, um, just to take a, like a full time, regular, everyday job uh, working in retail management to help provide for us while my wife was going through her bachelor's and her master's. And uh, we went through three different moves across the country in order for her to. Um, realize her dreams, and every time we moved, we'd stay for about two years until she found that this wasn't really what she wanted. And so You've been yeah. living in her shadow. Exactly. Now, with, cu- with some couples, that works very well, uh, meaning that one couple, one partner will kind of, you know, earn the money while the other one goes back to school, and then they swap places, which is what I'm hearing that you had anticipated. Exactly. And yet, it seems like she's gained her she's gained her education, and now it sounds like she wants her independence from you. What's she telling you? Um, what she's telling me is that she believes that I've been unhappy for years, and she wants to help me to make the changes that I need because she doesn't feel she can hold on to a relationship with a per- person that's unhappy. So she wants me to follow the path that I want 
so that I can come back to her later a year, two or three years down the road and show her that I am a happy person. Okay, so I'm hearing several things. If someone said that to me, the first thought would be, oh, isn't that nice? Yes, she wants me to follow the career of my choice. And then it's like, but she's leaving me for two years. Is this just her way of gently releasing me? And so she can move on and with a promise that may never come true that she'll come back when when I'm happy again. Right. It, is that what it sounds like to you? It, it is. That's the situation. Okay, you you you're have you been trying to hold on to her? Is that the uh, the scenario? Um, what have you been doing? I've been trying to hold on to the dream of what we had: starting a farm together, building a house for her parents, going back to school for horticulture therapy. So I've been holding on to the dream of us, and at the same time, we haven't even slept in the same room since December of last year. So. So you had a lot of warning signs that she was unhappy with the relationship and that... That I ignored. That you ignored. Um, yeah. And that you sacrificed for many years, not thinking it was a sacrifice, thinking it was a trade. A commitment. Yeah, a that's, devotion. Yeah, that's the difference, though. If it's a trade, meaning I'll rub your back, you rub mine, you go back to school, then I'll go back to school, that works out well. However, in this case, it's you rubbed her back and then she decided to leave. Yeah. And has she, it, it, you haven't been sleeping together. You're not divorced yet? Are you separated? We're n- neither. Um, I sleep in the garage that was converted into a room. It's my craft and sewing room. And she sleeps in the bedroom in the bed that I built her. Oh, what do you, what do you sew? Uh, I make clothing. Do you? Yes. Yeah. What type of clothing? Uh, just a lot of theater clothing and stuff, oh, uh, wedding outfits, theater clothing, wedding outfits, Julia, and dresses, what an costumes. Inter- now tell me, is that something that, you, if you had your dream career, what would it be? Um, I would be a hobby farmer. A hobby farmer. What's yes, a, you mean to have it as a hobby? Well, a small-scale farmer that utilizes their land for farmers' markets, for bringing interns and stuff out to the land to teach them about permaculture, permanent agriculture, uh, horticulture therapy, stuff like that. uh, Noah, can you tell me about the energy in your voice? Um, Frustration and anxiety and fear. Okay, that's not what I meant. I understand that that's how you're feeling. But when you just talked about being being a hobby farmer... Mm-hmm. Tell me about your energy. Um, it's passionate. Um, it is like um, it's a plateau of spiritual bliss. Okay. Me. Well, then, is there a is there a way that you can pursue that direction? Yeah, absolutely. Can you make a living on it? Uh, no. <laughs> you can't. Okay, so Not you will really still need your day job. Do you have kids yeah. at all together? No, ma'am. Okay, that makes life a lot easier. If So let me sum up what I'm hearing so far. If you're married and already you've had many warning signs that she has has lost interest in you, that this dream, this fantasy that you've been uh, planning for years, I mean, you, you've built the farm, you've set up a farm, a house for her, for the parents, the uh, sent her to school, and you had this wonderful dream of the two of you, if that dream has ceased to exist, meaning if she threw in the cards maybe a year ago when you stopped, stopped sleeping together, mm-hmm. then 
the principle, a very painful one, but it's a principle that is true. You cannot force her mind. You can try pity. You can try to bribe her. You can tr try threats. All of those will not get you a loving partner. Right. And so what you need to do is to release yourself lovingly release yourself and pursue that passion that you have. If you didn't have any passion, you'd be in a lot worse shape. But you have a lot of passion. Do you meet other people too in theater? If you're, if you're doing the costumes, if you're sewing wedding outfits, are you meeting people? No, because I honestly haven't been doing it for the last five years because you... I've been working 70 hours a week. And so I haven't really met anybody, um, and we move every two years, so I haven't made any acquaintances. What would you like to do if you separate and divorce? What would be what would be a career that or a lifestyle that you would enjoy? Um, probably go back to costuming. You would enjoy that. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Uh, sewing on a machine, you experience all levels of emotion in just one outfit, and so it's nice because it works all that passion and creative force that you would want in sexuality out of your system. <laughs> okay, well, my guess is that there's a little more to sex that you still want to find a partner. I would yeah. recommend that you be very good to yourself. I don't want you to, to be chasing her when she's already said sayonara to you. Mm -hmm. I would face the facts and start to separate with her. If she changes course midstream, you can go there with her, you can listen to her, but take your happiness seriously. And that means start thinking of eventually having a different romantic partner. Uh, but before you do that, you want to give yourself a life that you would enjoy, uh, whether it's the, the hobby farmer or costuming. You know, think that you want to pursue your dreams. Don't make the mistake of living in someone else's shadow again. This time it's your turn. Okay? And if you get into a relationship, it'll be a trade, though. Thank you so much for the call, Noah, and I wish you some romantic happiness in the future. Maybe not with your current partner, though. Thank you, Dr. Kenner. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. You're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the Serious Romance Guidebook by clinical psychologist Drs. Kenner and Locke. A repressed lover's lack of passion will undermine the entire emotional tone of the relationship. Who wants to make love to a robot? Repression can be difficult to cure and usually requires the help of a trained professional. The roots of repression often lie in an unhappy childhood full of pain, during which the child, usually subconsciously, decides to block off the psychological pain by refusing to feel anything. This helps the child get through the painful times, but not without cost. Some people are passionless for other reasons. They may be shallow individuals with no independent, deeply held values at all. Such people are not promising as romantic partners. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and buy it at amazon.com.